1: we say things that don't mean anything but thanks for listening yeah. everybody and welcome to we say things episode 16 sponsored by fractal design 16. my name is suns fan joined by Cinderin dota not to be confused with Cinderin league of legends how are you friend I'm good. You sound like you're uh, recovering from something, No, but, I, but I'm good. Why, why does it sound like that? I, <laughs> my sinuses are a little messed up right now, but I feel fine other that, than being horrible. I, I,
0: like. I can hear it slightly. Dan, you're not supposed so to tell gonna people. So that's going to trigger everyone. Exactly. Everyone's going
1: to hate this. Uh, for those listening Guys, there's via, nothing wrong. via video you can be watching and listening via video by the way, that's a correct statement this is available on all podcast apps Apple, Google, Spotify, just go to sunsfan.gg slash podcast and you can find all the links to every single thing you ever use including Spotify stop asking about Spotify Uh, we also do this live on Twitch every Tuesday at 2am PST 11am CEST and yeah, do you want to take I picked out a couple random reviews Sindarin, do you want to do one?
0: Before before we do the reviews, I want to know uh, when the when the podcast is getting on Spotify.
1: <laughs> one day, I'll I'll, I'll okay. announce it on live cool. on stream. Okay, good. Take cool. it. All
0: right, I'll do the first one. Okay. I had to learn how to podcast. Five stars by oh he's from Denmark. Oh well, look That's at right. that. That's why I chose Peter Niebling via Apple Podcast. That's how great this show is. I had to learn how to use this podcast app thing just to support you two. You're hands down my favorite Dota personalities. Love this show. How about you dedicate some time to talk about life in Denmark versus life in the US? We've done this a little bit in a prior episode. Which one was that? I don't know.
1: It was an early one.
0: It was one of the first five, I think. Yeah, we talked mainly about food. I think we maybe also talked a little bit about... Did we talk politics? I don't think we did. We, we talked tipping Probably a little bit tipping yeah so food culture i think restaurant culture was what we talked i right. we can I, talk politics someday too if you want
1: yeah if you guys can come up with specific subjects that would be entertaining in terms of the mm-hmm. discrepancies and by all means or sinner can just do that himself you know lazy bastard anyway the second review from who's this from from jj the grizzly thanks suns fan june i can already tell that this is a fellow persian Oh, I'm Persian, working in engineering R&D, and I'm the definition of the immigrant experience. Ever since I bestowed upon Dota, Sunspan Ng has been my approach. Oh, by the way, at the Institute, my catchphrase is, good, clean boy. Keep on rocking, you two. (laughs) That's disturbing, by the way. (laughs)
0: Imagine that catching on somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> you just say that's the thing, and that just becomes the thing of the workplace.
1: That would be hilarious. That's that's what happened uh, in the moonduck. Good clean boy. It's it's not a good culture anymore. It's it's turned to a dark side. But that's another story. Anyway, thanks good for reviews, boy. guys. Uh, we should be able to read a lot of reviews now from other countries, not just NA, which we just demonstrated. Um, so, cinderin well, was from NA. How dare you? We try to keep the ratios okay. even. My yes, uh, yes, of course. So I just got back from Ukraine, literally yep. three hours ago. Uh, I'm sick of horribly. To the
0: podcast. Hats off to you, sir, landing from a long flight and you're Thank straight you. into podcast mode that's at right. shit o'clock. That's
1: that's hardcore. I'm hardcore, Cinderin. So, did the we play uh, Underlords tournament it was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll talk about the results later on during the Dota Underlords section. Uh, the talent at the event was Rob was host. Uh, we had Panda and Swim casting together, and it was. Joel Larson, gg at twitter.com, and me. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Are uh, you paneling, or we switched? We did both. Okay. So half the time you, I, I watched.
0: I'm I'm kidding. I watched the whole thing. Don't worry. I watched yeah, I'm all sure of it. you did. I know exactly uh, what you did.
1: Um. So this was going to well be
0: well advertised. Oh, serious question: Was this well advertised? I didn't yeah. hear about it anywhere except from you. And to be honest, I had no idea when it was on and I didn't catch it. I'm busy with moving and streaming myself, right? I didn't know know. when it
1: was. We should talk about your moving as well after this. But yeah, no. Uh I I think something that I've learned is the the subreddit for Underlords is very casual, right? Mm -hmm. Because typically Reddit is the place that I go for when it's Dota or even Artifact while it was alive for that short period. Very competitively based. Like everything I've done has been competitive in general, right? With... The community yeah. has been a very important aspect to it. it feels like Honor Lord is a complete opposite. I mean, a lot of people are playing mobile, obviously, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fucking casual. Panda, panda had to message the Reddit mods several times to get a thread up, which is very standard for like Dota, for example. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's and smart. even then, like the threads wouldn't get much traction. So, and yeah, the views were not great. Cinder, not gonna lie. Um, I believe what the peak. They? So the peak, and I think this was because it was on front page front page of Twitch. This was like the second day. I think it hit like fourteen k, which is okay. It's not the worst. It's all right. But for most of the time, it was between like three or four thousand, which is really bad. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, and it's not particularly
0: surprising, right? It's not advertised anywhere. It's not being broadcast in the client. Like, imagine they just put a link in the client, right? For example. Or like they do with TI for Dota, right? That's the only Dota tournament they do it for, though. I think maybe they've done it with Majors in the past sometimes too. But like that's just to me, it's it's kind of a missed opportunity. Like you have this new title, there's a land for it. Just give people exposure. What do you have to lose? Well, I, technically, I, it wasn't a land, like should, right?
1: Yeah. Because it was online for players, and then the cast. Oh yeah, uh, who uh, went sure. There. But like, it's a tournament with production, right? Uh, it uh, yeah. should be good for the game. But I, don't I know. mean, that's the thing, like. And I'm trying to look from Val's perspective. I can I can definitely understand a certain aspect to it where you know, it's a newer game, maybe you don't want it to be competitively uh sure, a competitive if you don't game yet. don't think it's ready, that's fine. I mean, yeah. But yeah. We okay. plays production but- as always is mega, like mega legit. I mm-hmm. am blown away by cuz again, the first time I was invited, I didn't know who the hell they were. I kind of went out on a limb and went uh to kiev for the first time when for artifact and after the first media day i was like kill me i get me out of here this is horrible uh this is this is a different story though ever since Mm then i mean just to give you do you remember this story at all i remember the story about the shoot you did so just to you know the tldr we show up for media day which is only for casters which is weird in itself right and it's in the middle of nowhere Ukraine like we get driven out in the middle of the woods essentially in this like office building everybody's looking at us really weird we walk in nobody speaks English like god we feel like a very weird vibe and then some guy comes in puts a big duffel bag on the table he opens it and there's a bunch of guns I'm like all right I'm done <laughs> I'm done <laughs> turns out they were BB or uh, nerf or what are they called uh, airsoft guns so it wasn't a big deal um anyway that that was my first experience it was not great but then over time it's gotten really a lot better and the people on we play are super nice like me- like ridiculously nice everybody in ukraine in fact is really nice and their production is like in terms of like making their sets look good mm-hmm. like because they're always different themes i don't yeah that's cool i can't think that. of another company that does anything like that so really i was just really happy
0: um, um. to To finish off on the whole tournament, uh, what was what was I saying? Like advertisement thing. Did did we play put in effort to make this known? Like that this tournament is happening a lot. Yeah, because it's one thing. Like we could say Valve didn't, right? And that's okay. Like if they don't want to, they don't want to play favorites, or they don't think the game is esports ready, or whatever, or they don't really right. want to get involved. They, in re- they retweeted game. it once. Actually, they I did think. do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because I'm just I'm just a bit surprised that. If this is the first tournament for a game that is, you know, pretty big and player-based, let's be real, there's a lot of players on Underlords, I'm surprised that I didn't hear about it anywhere. Right. Except you. So either it was just bad timing because I was moving and I didn't see it, but based on the viewership numbers you gave me, that's relatively low for how many players the game has. Yeah. So it can't have been broadcast that much that it's coming.
1: It was... I I didn't ask WePlay what their expectations were, but I, I can imagine they were probably disappointed. And I know that they're looking into TFT as well, so hopefully yeah. they'll do that in conjunction, not as a uh, substitution, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because but... uh,
0: that's, that's the thing. You kind of have this feeling that if they do TFT, Riot is going to advertise it, probably, right? Yeah. Like, they want that tournament to get v- views, and uh, I saw someone in chat saying that the streamers of Underlords were not playing the tournament, so I guess that also reduces the traction massively. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, so uh, this
1: is some advice I gave. We. So here's the thing. We play is, they always take people's feedback constructively and yep. they try to do something about it. And I think they went too far. They listened too much. Uh, so the first Artifact tournament, if you remember, was pretty much invite only. And people were kind of yep. angry because people wanted to qualify for it. Then the mm-hmm. next one, it was like half and half, I want to say. I think like some people qualified from the last tournament and then the rest were open qualifiers, which I thought was fine. Mm-hmm. Not sure if people complained about that one. This one was completely open qualifier. So okay. I had heard of nobody except for uh, Bruised by God, who I'd watched a lot streaming-wise. So that okay. I think is a big part to do, or has big part to do with why the viewership wasn't great. Because people like Savich mm-hmm. I don't think he even attempted to. I, I don't th- I think he was out of town during the qualifiers yeah. anyway. But people like Gara, there's a bunch of Types names of you can throw in there. He, I, I, he doesn't play under underlords, I don't think. He's I've a. I've
0: seen. I feel like.
1: He's definitely a TF maybe... tier.
0: Maybe he plays TFC. I could be wrong. Okay, yeah. I thought I just saw his numbers at some point.
1: Never mind. But regardless, uh, I mean, yep. of course, swim is one of the most well-known. He was talent, so yeah, I think it has a big part to do with it. But either way, the tournament was a lot of fun. Uh, I thought I personally did really poorly. Uh, I feel bad for Joel Larson, who uh, it was one of his first events. I thought he did really well. Uh, I don't know what I, I've had. Like, felt really tired. Like you know how I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. and when i saw the schedule, was like all the days start at four and then later they start at 7 p.m i'm like this is great mm-hmm. but i was waking up at like 6 a.m i was super jet lagged and then yeah. by the time it, like 12 hours later i'm casting and i'm dead tired by then mm-hmm. uh and then of course it's a new genre which it's a bitch it's difficult i think casting underlords can be pretty difficult to get like all the storylines uh especially we don't know the people that well but yeah, that's that's the
0: main thing, right Like how do you make storylines about players that you don't know and have no prior experience? You can't be like, okay, so this guy has placed top three and he had a downfall or he's doing hot right now because there's there's no reference, right? These are like yeah, and the one guy that you know I, none of them and there's no history. So it's
1: the bit. one guy I did know did not he got to top eight, but then he did really poorly because of the patch, which we'll get into a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that was a cool but experience that as during always. the tournament. Yes, oh oh perfect we we had okay. one day of the old patch and then the giant <laughs> patch came afterwards and you could tell that some people like bruised by god who was again like coming to this tournament like this guy's easily a top three contender he's really really good consistently places really high and he did well the first day and then after that you could tell he just could not figure it out fast enough <laughs>
0: Dude, I love I love this. Not from a competitive standpoint. Like, obviously, I don't think it's good that it drops in the middle of a tournament. It just reminds me of of moments we've had in Dota, and Valve had to just flat out start planning around lands. We've had mm-hmm. lands where after day one or day two in a Dota land for like a quarter million dollars, there's just a patch that rebalances the whole fucking
1: game. Well, to be fair, great Cinderin. There were a the couple best. features that we wanted for spectating. Uh, yeah, that that's, that's good they said that they would put in the next day. I didn't know they'd add the entire huge patch as well. But mm-hmm. from a spectating standpoint, it was great still. Uh, which we'll talk about that in the future in this episode. So, Dota 2, I had <laughs> I had like no news. And then for us a couple hours ago, Immortals 3 has been released, Cinderin, Yeah, that was good timing for the podcast. Yes. Thank I bet you, they're Gabe. planning around our podcast. I think so too. Appreciate that um have you gotten a chance to take a look through this yet uh i haven't opened my treasures
0: yet i've glanced very quickly over the chest i don't even think i've seen all the sets i just had a very quick look this morning okay so so we can have a look at them one by one if you want sure well without showing them on camera
1: yeah without showing them (laughs) we'll describe them very vividly uh the first one is an axe helm so he gets another immortal that is for the same ability berserkers call thought and it's for the same slot that he had an immortal for already right I think um, this one's better than the other one, but the idea of it replacing makes it.
0: Makes him look like a freight train, so that's cool, I guess. Um, a freight train? Yeah. Freight? Is it called freight? Yes. Freight train?
1: Yeah. Freight is true? when you're scared. Yes. Um, that too,
0: though. Yeah, it looks like it fr- I mean, there's so much steam coming out of his head. I guess he has mm-hmm. to release all this anger somewhere. Um, it looks cool, I think. Especially the call animation looks really nice. I yeah. actually like that a lot. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's another item in the same slot. So maybe it would have been cool to get another hero an item mm-hmm. instead of. I'm fine with same heroes getting multiple immortals instead of being like, oh, this hero doesn't have an immortal yet; it has to get one. I mean, you give items to the heroes that you have a good creative idea for as a designer, and that you think a lot of people will play, and that's fun, right? And that means. Everyone is like, "Come on, man! We haven't had a set for a hero X for two years." Well, if they don't have a good idea, you can't force people to be
1: creative. Tiny.
0: So yeah.
1: Well, second set. Let's move on. Second item is a Clink's bow that changes his ult to look like cuddly little skeletons.
0: That's a really nice bow, actually.
1: Yes, it's one of those things.
0: One of the things we've talked about uh, before with cosmetics is that we're a little bit in different camps, but I think we're more aligned than we used to be. But I I really liked, for example, in the, I think it was Treasure 1, the Ultra Rare Ember, or was that Treasure 2? Treasure 2, I think. Um, I really like very clear, uh, how to say, it doesn't need to be overblown and be full of particles and 10 different colors and huge. It's just, if it looks, if the design is nice, and it fits the hero, and the colors are or the color on it is great. Like this, to me, is a good example of a really nice item, in my opinion. This bow just looks nice, and it's mm-hmm. not like super huge. It doesn't have tons of glow. It has like a bit of flames coming out of it, and then the the way it changes the ulti looks nice, but it's not overly cluttered. This reminds me of the Ember Set from Treasure Two. I really like this. Uh,
1: it's item. supposed to change your strafe. So nice. I did not notice any difference, so. Not sure okay. if I missed something or a maybe they just it put changes it your yet.
0: strafe when you dodge. Oh, okay. I didn't check That's that then. That's probably when it changes it, instead of when you shoot.
1: Okay. I
0: would guess. But this is super good. For me, this is like a eight or a nine out of ten. I think it's oh, like super. Yeah, we should
1: be giving ratings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving forward. Terrorblade. Okay, this one is the most interesting to talk about, I feel like. It changes his weapon to be scythes and it changes his metamorphosis attack. Give your rating. Mm, I need to see him use metamorphosis. Does he do it in the clip? Yes,
0: he does. Oh, this is taking forever. Hello, we'll Terrorblade. Oh, there we go. Why is he shooting can Toss?
1: <laughs> uh, I was hoping we'd disagree I mean, on this, but it looks like we'll I mean, agree. I mean, it's a scythe,
0: so <laughs> I, it kind of makes sense that you're... Like, why is he throwing scythes, though? He doesn't throw <laughs> his blades usually when he's in metamorphosis. I, give it a rating I, I need
1: to hear it three out of ten this is really fucking weird <laughs> <I> Oh, <don't know. laughs> the first thing that I, i'm gonna give it a one out of ten because i think it's the worst okay, immortal yeah, right. in all three chests uh i think like the the weapon yeah, itself yeah, looks enough. cool but the auto the projectile looks so it's like he's throwing laser discs that's the first thing i thought of he's just throwing these fucking laser discs and like why why is he doing that not a it fan just, it doesn't make
0: much sense, right? Because it's one thing if the normal meta would throw his gla- his glaives or whatever he has usually, right? What do oh, yeah. they even call the weapons he holds? They're glaives, right? I think. I don't know, whatever. Doesn't matter. But he normally shoots these like demonic balls of power or whatever you want to call it. That's a great way of explaining it. And now he's
1: throwing like scythe balls? I don't know. It looks they like something changed, out of Metroid. They should have changed the auto attack sound as well. to ah! Ah, make it less impactful <laughs> at least, right? Cuz yeah. right now it looks horrific. That's my I'm least actually, favorite. I'm actually
0: I'm going to I'm going to stand by my 3 out of 10 because I think the scythes actually look cool and I think scythes for Terrablade is fine. I actually don't I don't have a problem with that. They're kind yeah. of on they fit somewhat with how, what how the glaives usually function like in shape and I think the sound effect is going to be okay uh compared to what the blades usually sound like, but yeah, the the metaform just kills it for me I don't yeah know. i'm just that's, being
1: edgy when i say one out of ten it's just compared to the what do you to want to say
0: about the axe by the way we should rate the axe too. the steam steam uh, axe dude axe the i'd trim. give
1: a six out of ten it's okay sure i'm with you on that that's fine clink's probably an eight clink's is good yeah. clink's is good too all right this one blood main avenger the head item for our boy lycan and it changes the howl effect i'm gonna give this do you want to go first so how long do these effects last
0: on howled units? Hopefully it goes away and doesn't last the full howl duration. Yeah, it
1: goes away. A few seconds.
0: Um kind of like the look of the helm.
1: It's kind of. It's a six. It's like the X. Wow. This is a nine out of ten for me. I love this item. The helm is so sick. This is if I had to pick one item of all the bat, all the immortal chests so far. That just the way that the item itself looks, this is number one for me. Absolutely love it. The effect is pretty good. Not amazing. But what, can I, what else can you do for Howl?
0: It's good. It's good for sure. Right, I'm, this not one, as,
1: I'm not as crazy about it as you are, but it's good. Right? Yeah,
0: I still think six, maybe seven. Maybe you can talk me up to a seven, but no more. Than okay.
1: That. The impregnator bane weapon for for more. You didn't catch that, did you? That was a joke. <laughs> the impregnator. I, I didn't click on it yet. I was like, what are you talking about? There's no can bane you tell item. me What does this <laughs> word mean? Prod- prog progenitor's progenitor? bane I don't know what that word is progenitor somebody's a progenitor, looking up the source
0: or thing a person or thing from which a person animal or plant is descended or originates an ancestor or parent
1: okay so impregnate is actually not that far away from it <laughs> interesting close <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite okay so this is a weapon and custom spear effect for your boy Mars it's the only cosmetic in the game now for mars so you give your rating this is really fucking cool i think i need to see him throw it again (laughs) i knew he'd say that shit you're very biased you're a biased boy um i wish it had an effect for when it hits something i don't think it's different i could be wrong
0: this is kind of similar for what i was talking about again with the ember and clinks like this weapon it's the design isn't like overly crazy it's like this trident shape, or whatever you want to say, and it has this nice, like, uh, it has a good glow that kind of fits, for me, the way this character, like, feels in the game. And mm-hmm. just, like, if you look at how he is, uh, and I think it's a really nice starting item for Mars to build more cosmetics around. Because I think him being, like, this kind of magic, glowy, Spartan guy really fits the way the hero works. Like, it is true it's cool this is this is my nine out of ten
1: i think this something. is a five out of ten for me very average five out of ten <laughs> <laughs> very very a- they phoned it home for this one my friend which i think they I think did the, for quite a few of
0: these the animation when it hits the tree is really nice too
1: so there is I'm a surprised different i give this
0: a five and the Klink's an eight i feel like they're kind of in the same category actually for me
1: but that's i mean the Klink's gets a brand 10. new model That's an actual new model. That's
0: true. That's true. This they just made the effect wider. When you pin to trees, I think.
1: Well, no, the effect of throwing the spear is also different. Yeah, true. Okay, maybe a six. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Oh, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. So we have a back item for Slardar, which gives custom guardian sprint effect and sound effect. Which I'm guessing you have not heard the sound effect. Um, How
0: can you sprint when you're wearing this
1: fucking battle suit? Why don't you the, lose move speed? Look at the back of it. Item it's got like a propeller or some it's like a mechanical thing on his back now so it helps him. So I think okay. of <laughs> so out of all the battle or all the immortal items so far, all three chests, I know I said lichen is my favorite in terms of just the actual look of the item. This is number 2. This one looks so cool. The effect is okay. I mean effect is whatever, who gives a shit? But the sound effect is a nice touch because you don't really get new sound effects that often, which I thought you would appreciate more than anyone since you love the sound in Dota 2. If it's good sound design, then yeah. I haven't heard it yet. So I, know I don't yet. know what it sounds like. So I give this uh, a I'll give this a seven point five out of ten. So that's the second best. It's
0: a seven point five. Yeah. You just gave it a lower score than Klinks. Well, third
1: best because I gave Lycan a nine. Yeah. So what do you give it? <clears throat> He's carrying I mean, a huge I'm, load. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: I think... I think it's a 7 for me. Okay. Probably. And right, and honestly, I might give it a higher score if it didn't have these, like... I don't, I get where they're coming from with this, like, water burst coming out of the back. I just don't feel like it fits that well for a Slardar. I love that like it doesn't I,
1: fit. That's great. But it...
0: It would be cool for me. It would actually give it. I would give it an eight if it only looked like that in the river. So then I mm-hmm. think it would make more sense, right? You're sprinting in the water, so now there's like water jetting out of the back or whatever when you're sprinting. But mm-hmm. he has that on the ground too. Like, where does he get it from?
1: From his suit. He can't just keep having
0: <laughs> he has infinite water supplies.
1: Read the lore, cinderin <laughs> okay, he's, he's saving it for an axe. All right, the okay. next item. Uh, Very true, true. The all important rare uh, fifty battle pass levels. What do you give this out of ten? 10 out of 10. Excellent. Great. I look very pretty. I got uh, a few of these on my chess video, and I <laughs> it ends up being the longest video I think I've ever recorded of chess opening because I just kept opening fucking chests and I kept getting them over and over. And, of course, I never found anything. Um, then, of course, we get the... Is it the ultra? No, the bonus very rare is the golden version of the axe. And then the what last item... What golden
0: items does axe have?
1: Well, he, the old helm had a golden, right? Yeah, he has the, the golden cloak, right? The, the cape
0: or whatever. Cloak is not golden; it's lava. Is it? No, there's no golden version. That's true. There's only so. This is his first gold item, except the other helm. I think so. Huh. do to remember what else. This is the thing when the, when you come up with these golden items, like they look cool and they stand out, but on some characters it just looks better than on others. And when you look at Axis base model and how this, it doesn't fit as well as it other goldens have in my opinion right because so but, like his general color scheme is like it's like dark and red and then you have this golden helm on top that's shooting out golden air
1: you know the and when you look uh, the, the gorilla axe on. set I, what is it called the bear fisted one what slot does that take is uh, that also that they can't be helm is it if that's the helm that's pretty hilarious I'm I should sure check I,
0: I think it overrides all your cosmetics. You can't use any cosmetics with it, right? You, yes, you can.
1: You definitely can. You can. Brax is saying Are it's not sure helm. It? You can use. I'm positive. I've had cape on okay. him. You have that blink dagger on him. You know. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. Okay. So then the you can use it with. Okay.
0: The, so you can have a, the fisted axe with the steam coming out of his head.
1: It's actually just sounds like a serial killer. That's cool. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, and then the last okay. item is the the ultra rare, a necro leg item they're calling it it's custom yeah. uh, ghost shroud effect and of course just the passive effects that you get just from having it are pretty cool uh i'd i'd give i think this one's not bad it's probably like a seven out of ten it's okay for an ultra rare maybe not but decent i i think i think the
0: idea they have here with him when he walks that these like souls crawl out i think that's really cool actually i think it looks super good but
1: where are they going hmm They're trying to
0: escape because he has like absorbed those souls, right? And then they're escaping.
1: And then when he uses Ghost Shroud, they're like, he's farting them out when he uses Ghost Shroud.
0: It's like, this reminds me of. uh,
1: Have you ever played Black and White? Dude, I love Black and White. I was obsessed with Black and White for the two days until I got sick of it. Yeah, that was a great game. Okay.
0: Did you play through the campaign?
1: Yeah, of course. Or no? Okay.
0: So. There's one of the levels, I can't remember if it's, it might be a Creature Isle, that's the expansion, but there's one of the levels where there's a town that's cursed, and there's skeleton, the, the people in the town have turned into skeletons, and they keep having this drowning animation, like they're falling into the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. And they keep, like, trying to hold on to the ground. That's what this uh, Ghost Shroud thing reminds me of. When he activates Ghost Shroud, like, all of these, like, corpses and whatnot,
1: like, try to hold on for, it's like they're literally drowning in the ground when he shrouds. Um, I'd love to make a list of most disappointing games of all time because Black and White would be number one on my list easily. Disappointing? Yes, I was. That game was amazing. Uh, actually, it might be second because TF2 was even more disappointing to me. So TF2, not to get off on a tangent here. Are you saying Black and White or Black and White Two here? Both. I don't even. Know if black and White too.
0: was amazing. I've never played Black and White Two.
1: So Black and White, I was very hyped for it. Waiting for like two years for it to come out. And it turned out to be a real pilot. The only thing I liked doing was spanking my monkey, you know? Just beating yeah. the shit out of those guys was great. Any, like every other part of the game, I thought was very, like, very rushed and wasn't very deep. I, I just You're the really kind dis-
0: of player in black and white that I could totally imagine teaching your creature to eat its own shit, because you can do that. I'm, I, I probably did
1: that. that. Yeah, I probably I'm did sure that. I'm sure you did that. Yeah, And then TF2, uh, just anyway. to finish my thought, because people mm-hmm. are going to rage about me hating on TF2, you have to understand, I was in high school, and they posted screenshots, and I don't remember if it was videos or not, of what TF2 was going to look like, which it was going to, and it sounded like it was going to be like Battlefield before Battlefield even came out, and I was very excited, very realistic, and then after re, like three different remakes and over eight years of development, they come out with this cartoon TF2, and I was just very disappointed. Not not my style.
0: Was, uh, how was the original Team
1: Fortress? Uh, the original Team Fortress, I think it was a mod in Quake, but TFC was the one that I okay. played. Team Fortress Classic, which was a mod for Half Life, okay. that was really good mod. That's why I was excited for okay. TF two. Anyway, anyway, finishing um, up on the Necro. Yeah,
0: Necro. Hmm. You know what? On second thought, I actually want to revise a little bit. I oh want my. to give the Necro. I want to give the Necro an eight. Okay. And I'm also lowering my Mars to 8. It was my bias kicking in a little bit. Because oh. I fucking love the hero and I think it's cool. But <laughs> it's not like a, it's not better than the Necro or Clinks. I think those three are on par and the other items in the chest are just worse. Okay,
1: I, so how do you rate Immortals 3 versus the rest? 2 and 1. Oh, let me just quickly check them. Mm. I, bear, I, I don't remember what 1 and 2 had specifically. I remember liking both quite a You can click them on the bit.
0: page. If you're on the page, you can look at them right now.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. Um, so two had... Oh, that's right. The Ember Spirit set with... Uh,
0: that was the single Best Immortal
1: this year, I think. Yeah, yeah that, was sure. a, that was a 10 out of 10. Of course, I didn't get it, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: I've got two. Maybe I can sell you one next year.
1: Oh, terrific. Thank you. Uh, I think <laughs> I would rank mine Treasure 2, Treasure 1, and then far below Treasure 3. I think... I think we've talked about this before. The fact that the 30 million was already hit. They don't need to come out with anything crazy for Treasure 3. People are going to complain, but then they'll just come out with the tiny set like in a week and people will forget. Um, I think they. This is going to sound very negative. I think they phoned in Immortals 3, but I don't have a problem with that. I don't care, you know? Okay. Personally, because the other ones were just mm-hmm. so ridiculously good. I'm looking at these like
0: across the board. It's like. For me, every treasure has, like, two to three really good things, and the other ones are, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out if I think the three okay ones are a bit worse. I think the three okay sets are a bit worse than the other ones, so probably... No, I, I'm going to say three is the same as number one, and then
1: number two was the best. That's ah, what I think. Interesting. Okay. Probably. Reddit definitely does there, not agree with you, Cindern.
0: There were sets in Treasure One that you thought were really cool, and I thought were okay. Like you loved the Life Stealer one. I think the claws. I'm like, mm-hmm. they're okay. Like I don't think that one is that cool. Um, I love it. The we had different opinions. I think we had different opinions on the Centaur Axe, right? Yeah, I, I didn't it was like Centaur. Cool, and you didn't like that one very much. I have very high standards, standards for Centaur. Yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Personally, honestly, I, I don't really feel like they phone in. I actually think these sets are pretty good. Okay. But I'm I mean, also a very optimistic person. I mean, Except the Terrorblade. The Terrorblade one phoned <laughs> in. I will, I will give you that one.
1: The Laser Disc like. in for sure. I like the ones. I mean,
0: I think I mean, we, we gave we, them pretty good ratings, right? Remember, you were like, this was clearly worse than the other treasures. But outside of Terrorblade, we gave all of them a score of six or higher, right?
1: That's true. So I mean, I, I think, think there's also fun. way less sets in the chests, right? Like way less. There's one less because of the rare. right? Isn't Let's that see, it? three, four, five, six, two, three. six normal. Okay, maybe you're right.
0: No, there's two less. You're right. Treasure two has oh, one items. less
1: rare. Okay.
0: <clears> oh yeah. But in treasure four two, two of one. them were goldens, so it's technically you know, yeah, it's the same set but golden. And in treasure one, there was one, two, three, four, five. There was also ten sets of which one was golden. Yeah. Okay. So treasure one had te- had nine unique items. Treasure two had eight unique items, and treasure three had s-
1: seven unique items. Yeah. So you're right. And All speedless. right. So it's the worst chest. We can agree. All right. Okay. So that is a more. What do we have left? We have the uh, tiny art. Is it an arcana? Yeah.
0: Right. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Tiny it is an set. I think it's an arcana.
1: Am I might. Was it an Earthshaker Arcana? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, prestige item for Tiny and then mm-hmm. custom creeps. And is that it? Are those the two main things left?
0: I think so. Unless they do some sort of Trove Carafe or whatever this year as well. I haven't announced that.
1: Yeah, that's not going to make much <coughs> money. Let's be real. All right. So that is the end of Dota 2 discussion because nothing else happened this week that's worth mentioning. Dota Underlords though, Cinderin You've been playing. You've been wanting to I hear have. about the update because it's really big. So... Like we were talking about, the first day of the tournament was on the old patch, which was I thought was entertaining. Uh, we really wanted Valve to add head-to-head mode, which for those that don't yeah. understand what that is, let's let's fig- let's talk about that for a second because this is probably the best feature that they could have possibly added for spectating. Um, well, number one, they ad- actually added the ability to look at people's shop that's open as well during the tournament, mm-hmm. which is a big help. But so head-to-head. And I've been talking about this from the beginning, as you know, Sindarin, before it was eight people in a free-for-all, but you would play the ghost of somebody else almost all, yep. the, or actually literally all the time, all the which time. was very boring because especially if you're in like the last 1v1, you can both win on your board and extend the game and it's just, it's just made no sense. So now they're using the TFT model, which I assume is the same, of course, I've never played, so I don't know for sure, but you get four boards. So everybody is playing another person at all times. And if there's an odd number of people, then the odd man out, as it were, plays a ghost version of somebody else. So if you're actually playing against somebody, each player is taking respective amounts of damage based on who wins. Here's what they should do,
0: okay? If it's an odd number of players, have you ever played the board game Stratego? Yes. Do you know that there's a version of that where you can play three or four players? No. Okay, there is. It's called Stratego 4. And it has two different board layouts, and one of them is with three players. Can you imagine playing that game with three players? No. No, I'm
1: trying Um, to figure that out in my head right now.
0: Imagine that in (laughs) Underlords, where it's just like, instead of the board being a square, you have a triangle board, and then it's just free-for-all in the middle. What do you think?
1: (laughs) I mean, that could be a for-fun type of thing. I know that uh, (laughs) Auto Chess is doing a, it's like a team 2v2 mode or something. I I think this is epic. I haven't looked into it, but Nikki was telling me about it. It sounds interesting. I like the fact that you can just add new modes to a game like this, and feels like Valve is definitely experimenting with it. But the head-to-head thing is huge for spectating. It's really good. It's you can actually hype up fights. Yeah, and it makes it it less confusing.
0: We've talked about in the past how it's hard to get to late game, and I would say with this change, it's even harder to get to late game because, like you said. You don't draw the game out by people winning on their own board. There's going to be a winner. and
1: Well, things I were changed, though, like to
0: counteract other that. Things, other things are changed to make the game a bit slower. But like I've been playing this game quite a lot, actually, in the last two weeks. And I still have not seen level 45 in a single game. It just oh, doesn't true. happen. Yeah. So if you want to go to this ultra late game situation, if you want it to be even a possibility, you need to lower the damage of units. Um, but if you lower the damage of units, you completely rebalance the game. Because, for example, uh, right, every unit does one damage per star it has, and because people play for these three-star units around level 7 and 8, whoever gets there faster starts doing serious damage, like 15 damage rounds to the mm-hmm. weaker players of the game. Um, now, if there was a... like, Let's just imagine... I'm not saying this is a good change, but let's imagine there was a damage cap of 10... For example, let's say you couldn't do more damage than ten, then mm. suddenly players could play for level nine, and they could play for level ten, and they could try to get level you know their rank well, five units consistently. They're actually the it's just, doing it's not that a feasible now. Feasible strategy most of the time.
1: It is a feasible strategy actually. Well, at least people from, go late game in general. Yes. So we'll talk that about this as bad. I go okay. through. I, All right. Okay. I, well, I can only speak <laughs> right. for like what the pros were doing. Uh, like I mm. haven't even since I literally just arrived today back home. I haven't gotten to play myself. Although I did play a little bit in Kiev. We'll get to that in a second. So there's a new rank system. Cinder, have you tried this out? Uh, it's it's more transparent as to how many points yeah, you need yeah, I to have, rank I've, up. I've been playing. Yep, Good. And I personally like this a lot because you can see how much you need. Uh, and it's actually, it's harder to down rank and harder to up rank, which is perfect. It just means you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you, if you're in a lobby against, like if I'm in a lobby as a boss, big boss three with a bunch of lords. Uh... Or I should say, the worst-case scenario for me was when I'm the top-ranked guy in the game. I'm very angry yeah. because it was based off of MMR. So if I do poorly that game, I get wrecked. But now, it's actually just based on your rank in that Win/loss. game, regardless yeah. of of the ranks of everybody else. And you get, you get 100 points for winning. You get
0: 75 for second, 50 for third, and 15 for fourth. And then the minus points for losing are the same. It's mirrored. Yeah. So minus 15, minus 50, and so on. Yeah, which is great. Um, top which, four
1: means you don't lose MMR. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we've been talking a lot about prize pools, and I'm not going to transfer this to that. But I like that the difference between winning and getting second isn't like you get three times the MMR for winning compared to second. Because there's so yeah. much variance in this game that you can play a really good game, but you're not consistently going to win. And just consistently, like you said, getting top four is a good way of, it's a good metric of telling if you're consistently playing well. But at the same time, if you have a miracle run where everything just clicks for you, it's not fair that you get rewarded three times the reward of the second place guy who played well but just didn't get insane uh, drops on the board. Right. And the same thing when you were the second place player, right? I think it's really good that they... I love the scaling, I have to say. I'm actually really happy with the amount of points they give for the placements.
1: Have Uh, they... I think it's uh, great. They also came out with the casual mode. Have you played that yet? I have not gotten a chance.
0: Uh, I've played one private lobby with my friends. Is that casual mode?
1: I don't think so. So casual mode, uh, bad, so. is it for duos only? I'm trying to remember. But essentially, it allows you to play the game with friends and not affect your rank, which is perfect if you mm-hmm. want to just try out new builds. Uh, by the way, I recommend Nine Elusive, Cinderin. Uh, I've uh, played
0: against that once or twice.
1: So that's what I'm talking about with these builds. Uh, well, you know, I'll talk about that when we go over the tournament because there's a lot of interesting things uh, to discuss. Um, aside from that, they added a bunch of sets into the game. Including the Dota Cinema Venomancer set, Cinderin, I'm very happy about that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they did nerf Venomancer. So oh, I was going to say, set. unfortunately, you don't get royalties. <laughs> uh, no, they do pay, actually. Oh, really? Yeah they they contact okay. you. They've actually contacted us for another set, but I can't say anything since it hasn't been. It's not nice. official. Uh, Am I on I mean, the Venom set? No, thank God. Shit. I can't I remember. Mean, where, no, I'm not on that one. It's not it's <laughs> not a lot of money, but it's 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 more the thought that, you know, mm-hmm. they don't feel yeah, like they cool. can just, you know, use the sets without it's giving any not to the creators.
0: Always got to respect that. And uh, it should be the norm.
1: So one so, yeah. big change, the as you kind of talked about the the damage done per round was changed. So the first okay. 9 rounds you do not take round-based damage, so it's only based off of stars, and then the mm-hmm. rest is the same. So it ramps up really fast. So that's nice for those early games where you just are not getting your pieces. But another huge thing that they added, syndrome when you lose a round, you get a free reroll, which is insane. This yep. changes the game so insane. much. I first when I first heard about this, made a video on it. I was very skeptical. I was like, this is a very inelegant catch-up mechanic, because it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in actuality, Based on what we watched, it makes things so much more interesting, and it balances the game in ways that I didn't realize. I'm a huge fan, though. It's very cool. A lot more three-star I, units, too. I personally
0: think the extra reroll should cost one. Okay. Instead of being free. Because I think it incentivizes... There's too much of a reward for losing, I think. I actually think it's too much. Um... I, in the past, I'm not going to say that the game wasn't a bit snowbally. Like if you had a six start in the previous patch and you got to these three-star units fast while rolling, you would generally finish top three based on what happened in your first five rounds. It could happen a lot of the time, at least, if you had a really mm-hmm. good start. Uh, but at the same time, I also think that... Uh, it, it, it. I feel like people are going to be in different camps on this because in a way it incentivizes passive play to do this. Like that you get rewarded for consistently losing... If you look at it objectively right now, I think the best way of playing the game is losing by one unit every round. Like that's actually the best strategy: It's losing, 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 losing ten rounds in a row and take two damage every time. If you could do that, it's the best strat. And I don't know if I think that's good design personally. I think it should be more rewarding to win, but not to the point that it was before, where winning was just way too good,
1: right? Right, but you can't really. It's hard to lose I know on purpose. Still,
0: I know it's it's hard. But if you're saying like. Um, it gets a lot easier to lose less on purpose every round because, again, when you get these free rerolls, you're like, okay, I got stomped. The f- The field is definitely ahead of me right now. Now I'm going to get one more 2-star unit or one more 3-star unit, and then I'm still going to lose, but not by as much. So instead of taking 10 damage, next time I'm going to take 4 or 5. And then, yes, you could win. I know. <laughs> it's it's super hard to float it. It's it's not like how easy it is to do. It's more about the design philosophy behind that that I don't really agree with. I think with.
1: a lot of people so, agreed with you when they first read it and then after watching the games they disagreed with you
0: i mean i've i've played i've played plenty of games and when you lose it feels great to get a free reroll, right you feel like you're catching up so fast um in many right. situations
1: so the only um, way maybe that this I, if, I, can't, I guess okay. i know what you're saying
0: what if the rerolls were free until around 10 and then they started costing one gold for example maybe there's still there's still a lot of incentive to winning in the start because the win streak is strong in the first rounds and then if you're the guy who gets unlucky in the start you get the free reroll so you can kind of you know keep the field somewhat tight and then later in the game it's not it's a bit more punishing to lose i feel like you're 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 talking
1: that's... more about like how do i explain this more from a theoretical standpoint you don't like the idea of it mm-hmm. but in yes. practice it's fine that's my point in practice, it's mm-hmm. actually I mean, okay.
0: I, I need to play more games. It's The meta is just forming, right? This is like a four-day-old patch, five days maybe.
1: The so. meta is hilarious, which we'll get to in just a moment. The last thing uh, that we'll mention with the new patch, other than obviously some tweaks to some heroes, like uh, Lina is now a two-cost unit, and then CM mm-hmm. is now a three-cost unit. The biggest change was Alliance global items were deleted, essentially. Yeah, And some of them a good portion of them were instituted as either items or part of alliances in general. So just a couple examples. There's an item called Helm of the Undying, which is basically like the old uh, Unstoppable Warrior global item yep. where you don't die for a certain amount of time. Now you just equip this on any hero. It gives five armor. You don't die for four more seconds. It's actually really strong because you can put it on yep. any unit. Um, and the old, for example... Um, I keep wanting to say nuclear reactor. I can never remember the goddamn name of this fucking thing. But it's the scrappy inventor thing where they blow up. That's now part of the inventor. Instead of getting regen, regen yeah. they just blow up now. So I really like these changes. Um, there's a lot of them. We won't go over all of them. But makes it okay, very interesting thing. for a lot of these alliances. Out of the four new items, Helm of the Undying, Braces
0: of Desperation, Poaching Knife, and Dawn of Wristful or Dawning of Wristful. Which one do you think, okay, which one do you objectively think is best? Which one do you think, which one do you like the most? And which do you think is the worst?
1: I'm trying to, where's the full the list of out?
0: these? Say them again. It's a bit
1: down the Oh, bench. here we go. Home yeah, of them yeah. dying. Got it. So the five armor, yeah, okay, you got them. Um, so Donny of Bristol is definitely the worst uh, because it's very situational. This is for those that don't know. Healing for both crews is reduced by 50%. So it's kind of like the old Wicked Intent, except it hurts you as well. This is very situational, so I'd say that's easily the worst. Um, let's just go over all of them, since there's, only, there's mm. only four. Poaching Knife is a an offensive equipment that you can add to somebody. It gives them a 30% chance of producing one gold when they kill an enemy. In addition, attacks on units with 20% HP or lower, you get a crit for 200%. This is really good. Um, this is kind of like the old scrappy global item but with extra damage on top Mm -hmm. i would say this is third best though out of the next two uh helm of the undying we've talked about the one that you don't die for a little bit and i think the best one probably is bracers of desperation although it's a little bit more situational than helm of the undying i feel like but this is the old uh final flash where when a hero this is actually crazy so hero resets their cooldown and gets full mana when they're below 30 percent hp but also this wasn't part of final flash attack target's magic resistance is reduced by 30%, which sometimes doesn't matter. Like a unit it wouldn't matter for that's really really strong on is lone druid for example, like ridiculously strong. You just get two bears. Yeah. Um you agree with that ranking? Mm, almost. I think braces is
0: the best and I think helm of the undying is the second best. About the other two, i I'm honestly, I'm a bit unsure because I think Dawning of Wristful in some strategies is really good. Like, if you're playing any strat that doesn't use healing, mm-hmm. you just counter a lot of strategies really hard. Like, this fucks Warlock's pretty hard. Uh, it's good against specific units that are healing-based, um, he, enemy lineups that use, like, mass of Madness, whatever you want to, you know. Um, but the Poaching Knife, I've only tried it, like, once or twice, and I was just super underwhelmed because, like...
1: Well, it's the hard to tell how is, much you're getting, too, right? There's no easy way to check.
0: It's it's the classic thing of you look at the item, you read the text, and you're like, <clears throat> wow, this sounds cool. But you always need to compare it to the other items on the same tier. Like, how do you justify this item being better than Maelstrom or even a Sacred Relic? Like, you have a chance of producing gold if you get the kill. So you need the unit that has this to get the kill, and then one-third of the time they get one gold. Which, you know... It, Over the course of a game, maybe, if you're lucky, this will produce, give or take, 10 gold, perhaps.
1: I think this is better than Maelstrom, actually.
0: It's 30 gold to get a kill, or 30 kills to get 10 gold, right? Roughly. Uh, I think a unit carrying this getting 30 kills is probably unlikely, but it could happen. Uh, And then the crit, when enemies are below 20% health, a lot of the units that you want to put this on kind of kill units at that range anyway in an attack, I feel
1: like. I feel like this uh, so, is really good on, on. hunters because they get the fast attack so they can actually finish off heroes pretty fast. I don't know. I think you're underrating Maybe. this a bit. I I don't know it's how it would rank like, against again, Sacred
0: Relic, but... Let's say you take a hunter that has a fast attack, right? Let's say you take Windranger and you put a poaching knife on her and she has a good chance of getting kills because she hits a lot, she hits fast and has okay damage. Um, is it better than a Maelstrom that just procs during the fight or... A sacred relic, so you get the enemies killed faster. I still think a sacred relic deals more damage than this item. Because the 20% crit, when yeah, no, or does. the 200 crit when they're below 20%, right? So the offset here needs to be that this gold needs to be better than the damage. Because the mm. damage is lower. Just objectively, I cannot do math here where this item deals more damage than any tier 3 damage item. So that means <coughs> the gold has to be worth it. Or this item's just worse, right?
1: i mean that's and a fair can point Can you
0: reliably get enough gold out of poaching knife i just i don't think so i think this item's maybe the worst item in the game and i know it's whoa, a strong whoa, statement whoa whoa but i whoa think it's, really, there. Bad. No, I think it's no, really bad no no
1: no no come like, on dude if you get this really no. late it's not great if you get this relatively early it's really how early good. can you get this though how early can you get it like round 15 maybe yeah how many round kills can you or get with this
0: i don't know man i'm just i'm a hater I, I don't. I just. I mean, I don't it.
1: Think it's good. I. I don't think it's the best item in the game, but it's. It is a little bit situational, of course. Like, imagine putting this on if you're going brawny, which got a huge change by the way, mm-hmm. where instead of getting a set amount of HP for brawny units, you just get the old, essentially the old global item. So if you get an early Beastmaster two and eventual Beastmaster three, poaching knife is god tier on that hero. Like, it's situational based on what heroes you have in your composition, but mm-hmm. to, there is no way this is the worst Actually, item in the game. I take I take it back. I think mech is probably worse. for mech, in most Mech's games. okay. Mech's okay.
0: It's okay on some strats, I think. I, I'm not an expert at this game, okay? So my opinions are definitely going to be more pleb-level than the players who are really good at this game, but I just... By the way... I don't know. When I when, when I look at other items on the same... Like When I say the worst item, I'm always going to say it relative to its own tier, okay? Like, this item is better... Than a tier one item, right? It's better Mm -hmm. than Hood of Defiance or than Tranquil Boots, right? Of course it is, but man, the items you pass up on to get this poaching uh, knife—I don't know.
1: Underrated item.
0: I'm I'm happy to. By
1: the way, is Force Staff now? It's actually that's so much better now. Pretty freaking good. It's like good on some strats. I think in some some instances is actually better than Hex because you're taking somebody completely out of the fight. Mm-hmm. uh it's How really long is good it the hex works is it four i think it's four seconds yeah so four staff again for those that haven't kept updated uh pushes a melee attacker away from the equipped hero when taking damage it basically just pushes them across the entire board and they're just out of the fight so it's really good against frontliners you have like an axe that you're going up against you just push him to the back and he's legitimately useless for the rest of the fight because that's his whole job is to tank so I, it's also I like really that good abundance. against
0: select assassins if you yes actually it messes with slark super hard because he's such a you know he's a ramp up unit and if you lose the first three seconds of the fight it actually like it cuts your damage down by a lot yep. so agreed really good against him um i don't know if i would say it's it's like very situationally better than hex which is also a tier four item right uh because what's the cooldown on force staff first of all 10 seconds? I've seen it, it used 10? twice in a fight. So it's actually yeah. lower than Hex. Okay. But really Hex works on ranged though. units too, right? Yes. So it will always protect whoever you put it on. But yeah, I think Force Steph is legit now. It's a cool item. All right. So let's. Okay. Now you have to tell me quickly mm-hmm. tell me about the meta of this tournament. Because what I have noticed in my games yeah. is the previous meta was generally people get to level seven and then they start rolling three star units and they get some on the way. Now, I feel like, at least in my games and the experience I've had with seeing games, is that it's similar, but it's level 8. And sometimes people get to level 9. But I have seen, and a couple of level 10 players does happen, but I have seen very few 2-star level 5 units, and I've seen pretty much no 3-star level 4 units.
1: Okay. So it's still not late game, right? So does that actually happen now? Well, let me discuss what happened in the tournament in terms of who won. This will only take a few seconds, Mm -hmm. but uh, and then we'll talk about what people did. So... The people that were in this game, a lot of you guys may not have heard of them, going to go from 8th to 1st place for the last 8 finalists. Chow Knives at number 8, Bruised by God 7, Mino Haxor, YCA4, Joseph 4HE, and then Schmel was 2nd and Snowf was 1st. I have to say, Sindarin. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people talk about how the game is super RNG. Of course, there's going to be RNG, but... Like, the game, there's no way, like, a pro... Like, what does a pro player in Underlords mean? Or any of these, quote-unquote, auto-battlers? I really hate mm-hmm. that term, but I don't know what else to use. Snowf was so consistent, it was mind-boggling. Out of the 10 games that he played, let's see, one, two, three, four, five second-place finishes. Five. Two yeah. first-place finishes. Seven out of the 10 games were either first or second that is absurd that's really good he was like fuck he was trashing kids did he get any low placements he got uh let's see this would be third to last i believe that's what it means three points is the lowest he got so that's
0: so he got one sixth sixth. as his worst result in 10 games right dude that's really fucking good (laughs) That yeah, he was,
1: he was incredibly good. Holy so That's he, he started out, uh, it was interesting, he started out with brawny hunters, actually. Mm-hmm. He started going I've hardcore brawny too. hunters. So you get the early Beastmaster and Axe and whoever, uh, and then put hunters behind them. And then after he got first, second, first, second, <laughs> or something like that, somebody copied him because nobody else was taking his units, right, at all yeah yeah that's
0: (laughs) explains it too and
1: then once that happens he changes his strat so a couple strategies that a lot of people have been going for the number one strat for the first half of the tournament was demons actually very strong yes okay just anti-mage terror blade you don't even need to get demons on top of that it's basically those two and actually those two work in a lot of strats now then that kind of transitioned to we've saw a lot a lot of three mage setups uh A lot of, obviously, knights, although they weren't quite as strong because demons are really good against knights because of the pure damage. But then the final strategy that seemed to be what everyone is going for is elusives, which to do elusives, you need level 10. This is what my point was. So Mm -hmm. the meta, the the reason that was so exciting to watch is because everybody was doing something different. You'd have people that would roll early at 7, try to get these 3 costs. You'd have people go to 8 and do the same thing. Or you'd have people go really fast to 10. In order to get elusives or just legendary units. Okay, why because do you need ten for elusives? Don't you so need nine? Elusives—the way they changed it, right? So it, it's seventy-five yeah. percent evasion at level yeah. at at nine elusives, but also they added all units get seventy-five yeah. percent evasion. So if you get that tenth unit, that's not an elusive, aka Terror blade, he gets oh, seventy-five percent evasion, and that's like a game winner. So a okay. lot of really cool strats and. I don't think there's like one strat that everybody's like, all right, this is obviously the the best right now. There's so many different things going on.
0: so here's my take on elusives. I think the strategy is only good right now because there's so few people playing mages because I feel like mages should trash that strat, like consistently destroy it unless there's something I'm missing here because if you have if you have a level two crystal maiden,
1: mm-hmm. That's the only way they're getting mana. By the way, is crystal maiden? They're not hitting anything, right? Yeah,
0: most of the low level or most of the elusive units. If you go nine elusives, it's hard to get three star units because you need so many different units. And when you're playing your board, it's really hard to you know do everything. So generally, you end up with like the nine elusive players I've played against have had like nine two star units at the end of the game. Like they've had very different things, but very rarely do they have more than one three star at least. So. If you have a tanky front line as mage, if you have, let's say you have three warriors or two strong knights or maybe four knights or whatever it is, or um, the what are they called, scrappies, any anything that front Scrappy lines for a good would amount be good of time in theory. Yeah. If if you build up enough mana to get all your spells off, I think that lineup just dies on the spot because yeah, they have the, nothing against spells. The, pr-
1: the problem is so. you're not getting to late game to fight him because all the other comps are beating you. You're right, yes, that comp is good That's against elusives, but you're like mm-hmm. especially scrappy mage, I thought I think Joel was the one saying at the tournament that he thought that was a tier one strat and then halfway through he's like, eh, maybe not actually. It doesn't seem that good for some reason uh, because the when other- they die they explode for magic damage, so in theory it is good against elusive. but yeah. yeah, the
0: other strat that I see theoretically being good against the elusive strat is a front line of three tanks again and then six assassins because crits can't miss.
1: Yeah, so we didn't see a whole lot of that because a lot of nobody played barely, basically nobody played assassins. Um, Yeah, okay, because they change it so pocket sands is included, kind of uh, when you get nine nine assassins, which does not feel great. Uh, But of course, the reason you're saying that crits are good against elusives is because when you crit, you don't miss essentially. So. Uh yeah, there's there's so a lot PA, of yeah cool PA straps. is
0: like the best unit in the game for the level twenty five
1: neutral round. She just wins it every time. It's and it's a very contested good. unit because you want that in elusive lineups as well, right? Yes, that's true. So everything's yeah. kind of interconnected. Um, but
0: yeah, yeah. So at the same time, though, if nobody was playing assassins, I feel like if you were to try running assassins, you would have a good chance of getting a couple of three star assassins, maybe on level seven or eight. Um, and perhaps you could.
1: Overtake and just kill off those elusive tech players. Yeah, but how are you beating everybody else? Same, same problem.
0: Uh, I, I mean, again, we've actually seen elusive comps
1: with uh, Slark three instead of Terrorblade. Like you can just put a Slark three in any lineup. Yeah, but how the hell much. do you get Slark
0: three while you're playing nine elusives? You can do it. Yeah, you can because nobody's
1: playing assassins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, also, a, a strat we saw is six warriors. Surprisingly. Oh really? Okay, yeah, I think I was very. I was surprised. not expecting that. I
0: was thinking about warriors yesterday, and I was like, "These are pretty." I would never go six warriors. That's interesting
1: that that can work because you get a lot of CC now with uh, Tidehunter, and you get scaled with Slardar. So a lot mm-hmm. of people were going three mages, so okay. it's good against that in general. I don't know. That's true. It's, good it's pretty soldiers. cool. So anyway, that um, that does it for yeah. Dota Underlords, but I really like the changes in terms of like the spectating stuff is probably the biggest. Being able to just hype stuff up much easier. Um, yep. Yeah. Nice. All right. Final topic uh, before we get to the quote unquote fun section. I thought you said we're going to go under time here, Cinder. And it doesn't look like that's talk be the case. We talked a lot about
0: Underlords now. There yeah. you go.
1: Ninja has gone to Mixer. Is it mixer.com? I don't even know. Um, I don't know. He's no longer on Twitch. He had like a press conference. This was while I was in Kiev, so I didn't get to actually watch it. He is now with Mixer. Yep. What are your thoughts and how much money do you think he made? <laughs> I,
0: I think he did it for, I think he just thinks Mixer is a great service and he yep. wants to represent it. I think of he course. was like, Twitch is is not where it's at right now. It's Mixer. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Mixer. I think that's what happened.
1: <laughs> that's that it. Sounds, sounds
0: about right, yeah. Um, And how much did he get paid
1: to do that thing that he wanted to do? There's a couple of things
0: going on. There's a couple of things going on, right? Um, First of all, Ninja's Twitch has not been nearly as popular as it was uh, when he was at his peak, let's say half a year or a year ago. Um, So it's definitely been, I don't know if it's been a steady decline, but his viewership and his subscriber numbers are not, you know, he had this ridiculous time where it was absurd numbers that he was putting up, but he doesn't hit those anymore. Um, So. In that aspect, there's less to lose already than the... I think he wouldn't... like Depending on what number we're talking here, maybe he wouldn't have taken that deal a year ago. Who knows? Because Twitch was looking insane for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's been declining a bit. And what you need to remember is his position in the community is... I think outside of Twitch culture, he is the most known streamer in the world. Even if he's not the biggest anymore, he's the most known. Kind of like the best analogy I can give you is like Dendi and Dota, right? Everybody knows who Dendi is. He's not as good as he used to be. He's not like a top tier player that's winning tournaments. Uh, but if you ask people to name five players from Dota, a lot of people will name Dendi. So Ninja is the,
1: he's the bridge to the mainstream. Exactly. He has a
0: super strong brand power and that means a place like mixer if they want to make their streaming platform bigger if they want reach in the media this is the best person you can get even if he doesn't pull the most numbers on twitch anymore just because his name is going to be featured right the fact that we are talking about this let's say tifu right who is a bigger streamer in fortnite right now the ninja is he pulls bigger numbers let's say tifu did the same switch i think it will be talked about way less agreed because this is ninja so for Mixer, this is a super strong move, uh, getting a person like that, just for the PR alone. Uh, as far as how much revenue he's going to make them, I don't think that's what the move is about at all. It's about brand exposure. No, but how
1: much money that. do you think he he got,
0: if no you had clue. to guess?
1: Just no clue. Come on. You got to have some guess uh, about here. Mid two-digit million. Mid two, so like 25 million. That's not mid. Mid is 50. Yeah,
0: somewhere between oh. 25 and 50 million dollars, maybe. <laughs> Why did I say minus.
1: 25? <laughs> i was I actually know. thinking 50 as well hmm. yeah i think so, so, so i good. think regardless of what happens this is really good for everyone because as much as i love twitch they they do need uh some competition competition i mean monopoly is never
0: really good it's always good to have youtube live is is
1: a pile of garbage what else is there even facebook live i mean it's facebook is actual spyware um Maybe this <laughs> this uh maybe Mixer can be the next I don't know. It's remember what was the what was the the competing streaming platform with with Twitch back in the day? It was like oh it started with an O. There's own
0: there was Own3D. Own three D, yeah, yeah. Own three D was the biggest until it went bankrupt because I think it was stronger than Justin. The, that mm-hmm. was Twitch was called Justin.tv. And when Own3D folded, Twitch got really big because they got all of the users of Own3D ported over basically and started streaming yeah. on twitch myself included i used to stream it on 3d actually back same in, i don't know 2012 i chose incorrectly was, sorry so, um, twitch and yeah then it swapped over so yeah um i definitely think the competition is good and i think if this is the other thing like we're talking about how much was he paid and why it's a good move for mixer and whatnot i i think part of this as well is that i think it's necessary to do something like this to compete with twitch Mm-hmm. I think even if you make a good service and you advertise it and people like it, you're not going to be able to truly compete with Twitch unless you make like some really, really big headlines because Twitch is just sitting on, uh, Twitch is sitting on the market right now heavily.
1: How so much would you, you compete, how you much would it take shit. to get the great Cinderin to switch to Mixer? I don't
0: know. Those are those questions that are super hard A couple hard to hundred answer.
1: dollars? Hmm? Yeah. Eh?
0: Like a a voucher for burger king maybe
1: oh uh, burger king goodness <laughs> nah, i
0: don't i don't know um
1: i do think... you think there's any way he made 100 million
0: maybe who is it that owns mixer it's microsoft right
1: yes they got they got the yeah. monies
0: they got money um
1: I mean, you have to think this is for more than like a. year. This has to be like a multi-year contract. So I don't know
0: what I heard. What I heard was forty million. I've heard that from multiple people, but it's not confirmed. Like it's kind of the rumor going around was that he was paid forty mil for what? How long though? I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about the duration. But because I switch,
1: like, uh, I don't know how much he makes. Obviously, but uh, based on just random numbers in my head, which as we've already established today is not accurate at all. Uh, <laughs> just his sub count any sponsorship money coming from like miscellaneous uh, sponsors uh i would be surprised if it was 40 million if it was for the like 3 years that seems low mm-hmm. actually I, I was thinking more have to remember, he 40 fold, to 50 a year you know
0: he doesn't lose everything he's right. got like if he ports over a lot of his following will watch him on mixer because they want to watch ninja a lot of the sponsors will want to sponsor him because he's fucking ninja so I don't but think the loss from his, is... It, oh, obviously, it's, it's a loss. It's still a risk for him. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. They have to overpay him as a result. It makes but sense. you can... Like, let's say... Mm-hmm. Let's say it's a one-year or two-year contract, whatever you want to say, right? And he wants to stream actively on this mixer thing. And he got paid really well. And let's say it fails. It's not like he's locked out of Twitch, Right. He can still, Actually, unless Twitch is just <laughs> going to hardball him and say, no, you can't have an account on our server. They could. They could do that. Yeah, that, In my opinion, it would be fucking stupid, but they could do it. His channel right now, anyway. did you
1: see what his channel goes but, to? If no. you go to his Twitch channel, it says, Ninja's no longer, it's like not a channel anymore. Ninja's no longer mm-hmm. here. Here's some suggestions on what to watch. It's kind of funny. Oh, damn. So they have his uh, his account on lockdown right now.
0: It, is prob- it was probably a requirement from Mixer, is my guess. That they, uh, as part of the contract, he needed to deactivate his account. You know what Twitch that's
1: could do? Guess. I wonder what the rules would be. Can you bid, can you like sell his account <laughs> and have people <laughs> bid for it? That's <laughs> you can just TOS make that anyway. money back, you know? Be I very think you
0: you own your account for X years. I don't know how long it is.
1: Oh. I know in, in some now.
0: MMOs in the past, for example, I think when you make your account, it says if you are inactive for 12 months without doing absolutely anything, your account may be deleted, mm-hmm. right? Because then other people can get your name. I don't know what the the law is for account like longevity. Uh, there might be like an EU law or an American law or whatever for how long you have to allow people access to their accounts. My guess mm-hmm. would be it's minimum one year before you can void an account. I don't think you can just do it if you want when you offer a service like that. Anyway, so, the, I'm, I'm not sure. About the
1: it. whole idea of this is crazy. It feels like almost traditional sports at this point. We're getting to the point where these contracts are insane. And mm-hmm. I think it's good for everybody. Even if it's a complete disaster for Mixer, at least it's got, got us talking about it, right? And I think yeah. I have yet to actually go to the, actually, that's not true. I went to the website months ago for something else, but so I have heard of it. I have
0: my guess, my guess with this Ninja case, by the way, is that they're doing this as a trial run. They get like the biggest name they can Mm. and they see how much it's going to pull. And if they like what they see, they're going to start pulling people over from other games. Right. That's my guess. They're not only going to get this one profile and that's going to cut it. This is not enough. Like, If you're Microsoft and you want in on this, you're paying a billion dollars in people. Probably Mm -hmm. like you're paying a lot to get people on your service. But if they do that and they start having success with pulling over big streamers, it gets really interesting because now Twitch needs to pay people way more to stream on their service. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's good, right? So uh, we, for the sake of everybody who is on Twitch, we hope it's successful so we get paid more. Hell <laughs> <again>. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, competition is definitely good um, in this kind of thing. Like mon- Monopolies in this is, is dangerous. And let's be honest, Twitch has been very close to a monopoly for like five years now. It's like... The other numbers are so insignificant unless i'm missing something well, you like don't YouTube, like facebook live hmm? facebook lives numbers have been garbage youtube has been had like a, a time where it was good but it was mainly within youtube right like the youtube streaming service work was good for youtubers they didn't really man in my YouTube... experience they didn't expand their demography very much they got youtubers to stream on youtube they didn't get people over from twitch to start streaming not very much anyway
1: well i don't even think they got their own viewers so, youtube live has been the biggest disappointment i think they dropped the ball super hard i don't mm-hmm. i don't know what their strategy was but they fucked up real bad and they fucked up yeah. on their own videos too actually just for regular vods but that's a whole nother story anyway moving on Cinderin, cool. to the final yes, let's fun topic of today yeah. what is the perfect night out for you I want okay. to hear detailed information. Okay. If you had a choice, what is the one thing you want to do most? And do you want bedroom information too or just If you'd like, sure.
0: I mean, you said you want as much information I'm,
1: you're not as you're As much that. as you're ready to reveal, my friend. <laughs> you alone I'm with surprisingly a surprisingly average big okay. box of Kleenex. Um, that sounds fine.
0: Do you re- do you remember when we did the it was one of the warm-up talks that we used to do for Captain Draft 2.0, where we would start the stream like half an hour early and just talk shit with chat. Yes. And somebody asked about your dick size, and we just answered. <laughs> <laughs> that was we would give a fuck. <laughs> it was so good.
1: <laughs> I remember I those days. That, that, that That's when so I didn't good. give a shit. So like, you guys think I don't give a shit right now? <laughs> You should, you should go back and listen to stuff from five years ago. I really didn't give a shit. Holy shit, that was so good. That was so good. Um, it's like one
0: of those things that people ask in other chats on Twitch and they just get banned or it completely ignored. You just jumped on it. Finally, somebody asked I'll make my dick is. Let me tell um, you.
1: Okay. My, um, my
0: perfect night out. Um,
1: wait, how, by the way, how did that mm-hmm. come up? How did you just think of penis size when I asked about your best night out?
0: Because you said give as much detail as possible and you know a classic component of a really nice night would be having sex, right? And then you were like give as much detail as possible so then I started thinking about okay, you know. You started thinking about about my
1: penis size boy, what Uh, does the end of your night look like sooner if it involves my penis, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was thinking about my own, and then I kind of, you know, <laughs> oh, of course, over. You can't think of your own yeah.
0: without mine. It's just intertwined it's, perfectly. I know. <laughs> we had some good times in that hotel room. Um, okay. Mm. So, <laughs> all right. Well, the biggest component of the perfect night out for me is absolutely going to a nice restaurant. That is the, my favorite thing to do when I'm going out is having really good food. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's the number one component outside of got, that. Oh, hold on. Um, what, you got to give details. Mm-hmm. What's Give me a night out.
1: Give okay. me Your, your list. Uh, yeah, here. well,
0: I'm 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 creating it in my mind. I haven't really thought about this that much. Um, I think okay, like what are we talking here? Is the is the night out with your girlfriend or is it with the boys?
1: Sindarin, I feel like you're no, thinking too much about tr- the fact that you thought on my penis and you talked about it immediately <laughs> and now you're hesitating <laughs> about <laughs> Just answer the goddamn question.
0: It just came no, to not, mind. No, not not with the boys. So. It
1: it doesn't uh, Forget about Okay, how about this? Forget about girlfriend, mm-hmm. forget about your friends. Okay, I'm just, just doing you. what, what I want do. What do you do. want to... Yeah. Okay. doesn't require other people. It could be accentuated or
0: improved with other people. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, I will definitely go out and do some sort of social sport. So either pool or uh, bowling. You love
1: pool, yeah.
0: I, lo- I love doing social sports. It's really fun to me. So I would go out for a nice... I would go to pool or bowling. Wait, is ping pong considered a, really nice a social
1: sport? Uh,
0: i suppose but it's not really something you go and play in public that easily like where do you go to play at a ping pong table you yeah. know Somebody's it's not house. like a night out thing right okay a night out would be going to pool or bowling so one of those two uh then really nice restaurant uh minimum three courses i'm the kind of person who loves getting like these tasting menus so i wouldn't mind having like five to seven courses or something if it's like Jesus. a really nice place mm. um I know that concept is maybe not as big in the US, but in Europe, it's actually not that uncommon to go to a restaurant. You can get these menus with like seven courses, but then they're not American size, right? Because American size portions, you can eat like two meals maybe or two courses, then you're done. Mm -hmm. So the tasting menu will have way smaller portions, but then it's like about the experience and having really good food. Um, So yeah, I think I would do that.
1: And And what would you order?
0: Oh, dude, that is impossible. That's Jeez. I just can't say that. That's All right. way too hard. All right. Uh, Continue, because honestly, part part of this when you go and have like many courses is you get like you get something you don't haven't had before that you wouldn't think of and that you don't know, but it just sounds interesting and that's really cool. So that's the opposite what would, of what I would do. But okay, uh, that's cool. You would get a burger. I know you love getting burger when you go. To shit, your favorite.
1: shit. How would you know? Uh,
0: <laughs> and what afterwards? I like having drinks honestly to end the night it's nice sit in a place that isn't too loud like i wouldn't want the music to be blasting um but a place where you can have a nice conversation have some really good drinks have a good time maybe somewhere with i don't know if karaoke would be great maybe i kind of like karaoke to an extent but i haven't done it that much Mm -hmm. so something like that i guess Let's let's not take too long on this. You have to go through yours too. Interesting. Yours will be super easy, I guess. Compares. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I when I wrote that question, I knew exactly what it would be, and in, it's gonna it involve me being fat. But I'll I'll go with it anyway. <laughs> and I've always, we both I've always wanted. We both like the food. I've always wanted you to visit when I'm in my territory center because I can take you on my adventure. You know, my uh-huh. routine, as it were. Of course, this could involve on the, Nikki, my girlfriend, on the ranch. But it. even though I love her, I could do this alone and I'd be just as happy because I just like eating this food. So mm-hmm. go to my current favorite restaurant. It's called Santan Brewery. And I have, mm-hmm. yes, the best burger I've ever had in my entire life and the best fries I've ever had in my entire life to the okay. point where I'm basically orgasming. Orgasming? Is that right? Okay. Uh, basically, the best meal I've ever had in my life, I eat that. Then, where do you think I go after? What do I like to do? Do you You even go to the bathroom and poop your guts out? I mean, I don't enjoy that. Well, maybe I do to some degree, but it's part of the perfect night because it will happen any (laughs) night. So, (laughs) you're not dodging that. All right, we're sure that happens. And then, then I go. This is hard. Let me guess first, okay? All right, sure,
0: sure. (laughs) Because you don't drink and you would. Maybe, I, I, would you like karaoke? You're good at singing.
1: I don't like I karaoke like you because do, I feel, I, I'm I uncomfortable like you like singing
0: karaoke. around people. I, I knew it. I was going to say the exact same thing. Okay. <laughs> I kind of feel like. That. So, what would
1: I do that involves no what interaction with another human being? <laughs> you would go to a basketball game.
0: No. What the fuck? <laughs> How is that not your perfect night out? You fucking love basketball over I, everything else. That's a good guess, but it's. It, you'd, it, eh. you'd go to basketball before
1: the dinner. Nah,
0: I Do they have games in the afternoon or
1: are they in the evening? Usually in the evening, and it's I don't know. Okay. I'm not a huge I'd rather watch on TV these days, to be perfectly honest. But okay, your okay. guess is over. I would go yeah, to the movies. I mm-hmm. love my watching it. movies. But here's the thing I have a ritual syndrome Would you watch in Bruges or what would you go and watch? Yes, I of course I would watch *In it. I actually never got to see that in the theaters. I'm pretty sad. In fact, Garden State, my favorite movie of all time, I never saw in the theaters either. Always just DVDs or whatnot. So <clears throat> go to the movies. There's a movie chain here called Harkins, okay? It's the mm-hmm. only theater chain I will ever go to in Arizona because of the following. So you get loyalty cups and loyalty popcorn. So what that is, you get this mm-hmm. giant ass cup that you buy for... F- Everything is overpriced in the movie theaters. So just so people yeah. know. Like, in, I don't know how it is in, in Europe, but in the States, it's overpriced. Like, a drink, just a normal drink, is gonna be like four bucks, okay? Uh, like, little candy thing is gonna be four, but everything is super expensive. Mm-hmm. You buy this big fucking uh, cup, <laughs> okay? It costs five, it's only a dollar more. Maybe it's two dollars more. I don't know. Five or six dollars for this cup. And every time I bring it back, I spend $1.50, $1.50 to refill it, okay? So I have, my, and it works okay. for the whole year. So I bring my cup, which if I forget it halfway to the movie theater, I'm going back home and picking up my fucking <laughs> cup. It's that important. I, <laughs> I there get There is my no cup. way
0: that is worth it's, it in gas and,
1: and car. It, it's fully oh, worth yeah, depending. So I get the cup, and I get a cherry. This is the Coke. most
0: American thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is Let literally me what Europeans think. I'm Americans not there
1: like yet. <laughs> I'm fitting every stereotype. I'll, I get a, <laughs> I <really a>, <laughs> I get a cherry Coke with no ice because I want it full to the brim. And I don't want the ice is the worst, by the way. I can go on a rant about ice all day long. It waters down your fucking drink. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And it takes up space. So cherry Coke, you, no ice. Do you,
0: but do you like cool drinks more than not cool drinks? Like if you could cool it without ice.
1: It is cool without I mean, it has okay. ice in the... It's like one of those fountain drinks. They come cold. It's not okay. warm or anything, okay. mm-hmm. and I drink it fast enough that it's not going to get warm. So I have this yeah, giant okay, ass I Coke, cherry Coke, no ice, and let's get back to the loyalty popcorn. Okay, before you <laughs> yeah. had to you had to buy a do. shirt. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, and you'd have to okay. physically bring the shirt. <laughs> you wouldn't have to wear it. You have to physically bring the shirt that's still in the package to the theater to get free popcorn. You pay like thirty bucks for the shirt, and then the rest of the year you get free popcorn every time you visit. Okay, so. Okay. I do that, except you don't need the shirt anymore, thankfully. They just have the account. They ask you every time, would you like to spend another dollar to upgrade it to a large? What do you think I say, Cinderin? Hell yeah. I do not, actually. I never upgrade it. Oh. So it's a medium popcorn, and I give Nikki like one-tenth of it, so very small portion. (laughs) She fucks off on her own thing. (laughs) Yeah, she she loves it. I put butter on it. Okay, this is the important thing. Put butter on it. Yeah. They have these containers with uh, you can put like powdered stuff on the popcorn and uh-huh. I put caramel and I I put I put a fuck ton. Like a fuck Wait, ton so of this powder,
0: caramel. Kind of like how you would season your fries, right? It's like you know you have like, this uh, what's
1: that called? Salt and pepper. In Danish
0: we literally call it fries spice or fries seasoning. You can get like this mix. It's like a mixture of different seasoning that just goes well with fries and you have that for popcorn
1: sure we don't have that for fries so that i guess that's the replacement
0: okay interesting
1: so i put but you get caramel
0: caramel and butter on your popcorn
1: they have different flavors i don't like any of the other ones they have like white cheddar and all these other weird flavors. i always like the caramel so i have butter caramel one packet of salt and i shake it up nicely And actually the fact that I give some popcorn to Nikki works out really well for me because I can actually shake the popcorn thing and distribute everything evenly without Mm -hmm. it getting everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's my combo for the movie theater and it is a dream. Let me tell you. Then after the theater, once I've enjoyed my movie, (laughs) I go and get ice cream somewhere. Doesn't matter Uh, where. Usually it's pretty shitty to be perfectly honest because you don't have great ice cream shops here. And then I go home and take a huge shit. That's about it. Yeah, that's the grand <laughs> finale of the evening. And usually it's in a big uh, rush. I'm like, Nikki, we need to go home right now. Get in the car, woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this reminds me of uh, when we were doing the Captain's Draft LAN. You guys were oh, insane my. about Hagen dazs Dude, that's like, the best ice cream I've ever had. Though? Oh my God, we can get Hagen dazs Did like, you have it? Okay, it's ice cream. I think I had it once, maybe. Oh, sick! I think maybe I had it one time when we were there. It's like it's. Sorry. I'm not the biggest sucker for ice cream. It's good, but it doesn't. Oh, it, it doesn't blow my mind generally. A, oh. uh, sometimes, oh. if you get a really good restaurant homemade ice cream as part of a dessert, it can be super good. I had that in a restaurant in Iceland when we were there on holiday. That was really fucking good. But like, generally, these ice cream chains, or where you just go to like these, all these like frozen yogurt kind of things as well and stuff. It's. It's fine, but it's yeah, never frozen yogurt.
1: It's okay because you can put your own stuff on it. You can make it decent, like ice yeah, cream you can here like is put,
0: not great. You can go to the frozen yogurt, you fill a cup, and then you put like butter on it, and then butter? caramel. What? Yeah, you put on caramel, and then one pack of salt, and then it's perfect.
1: Oh, on popcorn. Okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no, on <I'm> the <laughs> come on, nice man. joke, Cinderin. <laughs> it was like the most nice obvious
1: joke, Cinderin. All right, so okay. Is there cool. what's the biggest right. difference between your night and mine? The dump at the um, end. Well, about two thousand calories, maybe.
0: I think the biggest difference was mine was more dependent on other people partaking in it because <laughs> playing pool or bowling on your own is not as fun as playing it with other people, and the same thing with uh, going out for drinks after, right? And stuff
1: like but the more people that come more with me, yours the more popcorn I have to give up. So
0: that's true. So the less, the better. I guess we just can't go out together.
1: No, (laughs) Cinder, when you come out and visit me, I don't know Mm. how far down the line it is, we're going to have that popcorn together. And you guys listening and watching, you remember because we're going to tweet about it. It's going to look good. It's going to be a good memory. I still
0: still think I've known you for years now and we've talked a lot over the years. This is the most American thing I've ever heard (laughs) from you. Is this story about going to the movies. That is like it's my one That's thing fucking, is, it's my main vice so in life difficult. it's crazy i
1: look for like i don't That's i know so it's funny. very unhealthy so i don't try to do it very often anymore but it's like a once in a once a month thing now where i legitimately am like i'm my mouth was watering when i was telling this story by the way that popcorn oh, is Christ. so good that cherry coke oh god hmm. nicky we gotta go to the you- movies
0: you love it with you love it with grenadine, right? I remember this. You always get a Coke with
1: grenadine. Oh yeah, in Ukraine, I could not. Nobody even knew what grenadine was. No. You don't yeah. get it in.
0: I don't think I've really seen it in Europe. That is, I fucking love that when you get that in restaurants. You in the see, US. when you Dude. get a when you get a Coke anyway, the grenadine makes a huge difference. It's actually really nice. Thank That's you. Really
1: nice. Do you know what it's called? A cherry Coke. Mm, but Do cherry Coke
0: is not that good.
1: No, no, no. But that is a cherry Coke, right? If I, ask, if I go to a restaurant and ask for cherry Coke, they're not going to have cherry Coke. They have to make it with grenadine. Do you know what you call that drink? No. It's called the Roy Rogers.
0: Oh, I think you
1: may have told me this before. Once. I did. Yeah. It does sound like a sexual position If you position go to a restaurant well.
0: and you order cherry Coke, you get a cherry Coke. But that's not what you want. You want a Coke with no, cherry and grenadine.
1: If I ask for a cherry Coke at a restaurant, I will almost guarantee you 99% of the time they won't have it anyway. So it just turns into grenadine regardless. Okay, so, all right, that is the food review on today's episode. This was going a short episode. It's I... fucking an hour and a half. Almost. Wow, this what is the... actually one of our longest episodes. Thanks, Cinder. Really
0: we have like we have like nothing on our sheet <laughs> to talk about. This is like the shortest sheet we've had. I don't know and why we just talked so much about other stuff. I mean, we can I talk know. a I lot really, of bullshit. I genuinely, really didn't think this would go an hour. Like <laughs> hand on heart, I really didn't think we could
1: do it. But man, we fucking did it. We did it. There
0: you guys go. There's your content.
1: Indeed So if we could get a food sponsor That'd be great Anyway Thanks for watching everybody Until next time I have not fit. watched Sindarin? In Bruges Shit I forgot to ask you Damn it I have not, I have not watched In Bruges All right. Thanks Cinderin. Thanks for ruining everyone's day Until next time guys Goodbye Bye bye We say things that don't mean anything But thanks for listening Yeah